This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Machine gun using motherfuckers! Dak, how do I sound? Uh, you sound alright. Uh, you hesitated. We're not doing it. Cancelled! Don't worry, I've got a solid hour of the Dak and Poet Podcast Extravaganza, so... Look, we all know who comes to the show and why. Alright. Who the fuck is this guy? It's me. Everybody wants to see Billy. Everybody wants to see I mean here. I just want everybody listening to know. Uh we agreed. You can look at the Facebook messages, you can see. It says that we talked about recording about the same time we usually get together to watch movies. So that'd be about 6, 7 o'clock my time. Am I wrong? No, we all I get c- together at 6 o'clock, so 15 minutes ago. You're I'm having late. trouble. Sorry, I'm having trouble reconciling time zones still. like We just had daylight savings, and I'm just like, when is everything again? So I just said, whatever, I'm online. When are you guys ready? No, no, that's fine. Uh, but Poet is... First of all, Poet acts like he's got somewhere to be. He's like... <laughs> Oh, we well, we're waiting on you. Mind you, like it's an hour before we said we were gonna be doing it, and first, I, I just told Liz, "Oh, I'm making dinner." So, first off, what I you, could what did you I make? could have a date. I made a uh, ground beef and rice uh, covered in a soy sauce uh, sauce type thing. It's not actually just soy sauce. I added some brown sugar, uh, some uh, sriracha, give it a little bit of spice, more than just the salty taste. Threw in some sautéed vegetables, broccoli, uh, kale, radishes. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, what are you having for dinner? Uh, Chipotle. That's what I thought. Uncultured. Guy. (laughs) Alright. I don't know how eating Chipotle makes me uncultured. I don't know, but I started, I was trying to be joking about it, because there's nothing wrong with Chipotle, but then I was like, I can't be too mean about it, because then it sounds like it's not a joke, and I'm just a jerk. <laughs> and I feel like if you, if you would have had the option for Chipotle tonight, you might have been like, yeah, that sounds good. I No, I really don't care for Chipotle. Whenever I have Chipotle, it is always because Liz wants Chipotle. Hmm. Uh, and I you, hope she doesn't you, hear this on the are show. Are you a because... person? Kadoba person or whatever? What? Uh, y'all don't have Kidoba? Kidoba? Never heard of it. Have you heard of Chipotle, Dick? Yeah, yeah, we get Chipotle. Okay, yeah, well, Kidoba's Chipotle, but not Chipotle. I know the place you're talking about. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Oh, uh, it's, so. it's, it's, it's a restaurant. Okay, no, we don't have that. No, it's, uh, well, like it's, the, exact, it's the exact same thing as Chipotle. Like, the exact same model, just a different company doing it. The only thing they do that I like so, is Sorry, that... we have Chipotle as like a flavor, a seasoning that you can put oh! in. <laughs> God, that's a restaurant. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's so hilarious. Wait, when he said he's having oh, Chipotle man. for dinner, what did you picture? I thought he was having burritos or something, and he's just put like seasoning on the meat. That's oh, okay. I thought you. I thought maybe you thought he was just like he had like a bowl of just chipotle <laughs> just, just seasoning and was like eating it, like the saddest chipotle. single guy meal possible. <laughs> I, got, I got ramen with chipotle on it. Oh man, no. So chipotle is like a uh, 
build your own burrito or taco style restaurant. Okay. And you go in, you're like, what do you want? Taco burrito. You're like, uh, you want it naked or do you want it in a wrap? And then what kind of rice do you want? White or brown? Beans? Black or pinto? And then meats? Do you want vegetables? And then do you want salsas? Right, so I actually like, don't like, I'm, like not, actually, I'm not really a big fan of restaurants like that either. Cause and pizza is like that too. And, and pizza is okay. But I just don't like standing in the line and be like, now this, now the, I don't like subway either. Like I do like subway. I just don't like the process of like, could you put this on that? And I don't I, I like a limited amount of talking to people because I'm introverted. Well, I, I, Agree with you for the most part. I do enjoy the fact that like I like it's got what I want on it. There's nothing like with the standardized menu. There's like there might be something I don't like on the burger or wrap or whatever it is that I'm getting. So if you're going through bit by bit and saying yeah this yeah this not that not that, I know that everything's on there is there because I want it to be. Hundred percent agree with Dak on this one. Uh, I, like I mean to be able that to, is nice. I, yeah, because like when I go to Taco Bell, like sometimes I'm I'm like I gotta look at their menu. I'm like oh that looks like some. Hot sauce, maybe tomato. I don't know. I guess I won't order that because I can't tell what's on it. But when I go to Chipotle, I'm like, do you want this uh, pico de gallo? Hell no. You see all them tomatoes and onions and jalapenos looking fresh? No, I want none of that fresh shit on my burrito. Get that shit away from me. I don't like tomatoes. So like any you don't like someplace. fresh things? Not, not no fresh vegetables. I like fresh cheese. You don't like... Oh, my God. Come on. What's wrong with vegetables? I don't like them. They've most, for the most part, vegetables, have vegetables never sat you well have with to me. Have them. No, they never sat like they just don't sit well with me. I guess I can't say anything because it's not like I was having fresh vegetables because I shot the shit out of these vegetables. Exactly, you <laughs> motherfucker. Then I mixed oh. it in with all my shit because I was like, look, I'll have vegetables, but it's got to be in the right way. Uh, d- d- uh, this uh, is going to seem random. But when you talked about you don't like pizza places like Chipotle, uh, there's a a place called Mod Pizza that's like this style of pizza you don't like. And uh, one time me and my dad went to this one by his house, and I swear to God, there was this dude there that sounded just like Morpheus. So while we were sitting there getting our orders, just like (laughs) Morpheus was calling out people's pizzas, I was fucking dying. When I was leaving, when we left, he was coming in the door. I was like, bro, you sound just like Morpheus. He's like, yeah, I get that a lot. I I felt bad that I even brought it up then, but I was like, yo, this dude sounds like Morpheus, man. Give me the pill. Give me the pill. I was going to say, that made me even more uncomfortable. Like, first I got to tell you what kind of crust I want. I got to get the kind of cheese and the sauce. And I'm like, I just, you know, I don't want any vegetables on my pizza. So you're going to judge me for that. Then I'm going to put all this meat on there. It is you who must eat it. (laughs) Can I just pay for my pizza? (laughs) I don't want a pill. (laughs) I ain't coming here anymore. Man, can you imagine if it wasn't Lawrence Fishburne who played that role? Like, that is like some fucking, like, he just embodied that. Right. Oh yeah, you know it's because they they said they wanted one of those. They they wanted Will like, Smith for um, Neo. For Neo, and yeah. And he said that if he hadn't turned it down, like if he'd gone with it, they probably wouldn't have cast Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus because they were just like, oh, we got enough black dudes in the lead. Yeah, you, don't, you could definitely that? only yeah. have one black oh, dude at that time in your movie. You know, it is, so was, it's, it's fucking stupid, but I'm just like, man. 
Man, like, it's funny you should say that because I was just thinking the other day. So I started watching. Uh, I wanted to have something on in the background while I was cleaning up. Uh, so I put on Spawn, the animated series that was on HBO a while good. back. I hadn't. I had never watched it before. So I was like, you know, I'll put this on. It's it's neat. Keith David is uh, the voice of Spawn, and he. I could listen to him talk all the time. So it's neat. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't go wrong with Keith David. Back off before I permanently introduce your face to your colon. Um. But anyway, I was thinking about the movie, because I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I actually have a sweet spot for the movie, even though it's not particularly good. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it is not a good movie, but holy fuck, it's a fun one. It is. Uh, but I remember reading somewhere about, like, because like, every time I, like, would watch, for years, every time I watch a movie, I can't help but, like, go and read trivia about it. And sometimes I'll, like, remember it. Which is why I think you guys know. Whenever we watch movies, I did it when we were watching Mortal Kombat. It's like I'll randomly remember like the dumbest trivia. It's I did like, the same. Not important. Um, but I remember about Spawn. So they cast the guy because for those of you that don't know, uh, in Spawn he comes back. It's been a few years since he died, and his wife has remarried and has now a, and has a child. And the guy that she married it was a friend of his. The guy that they cast for it. Uh, they they had to kind of fight for him apparently. It was like they either had to fight for him or they had to make sure he wasn't too black because I guess the studio was like, "There's too many black people in this movie. We don't want people oh to make this God. black movie." I was like, "What the it, fuck does that mean?" I hate fucking Hollywood studios. Oh, God, it's That's so dumb. Fucking stupid. But also, like, the funny thing from that is like, like this is for the friend who she married. Yeah. 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 Because, like, all right, they cast a white guy. They still would have had, like, some Puritan white people somewhere outraged because then you, sh- you're showing a black woman with a white man. It's like, oh, it's inter- like an interracial marriage. Oh, that, sh- that doesn't fly. Blah. So, like, you're going to, like, cop with a racist anyway. So you may as well just, was, just, just go in for a penny. This was the old days of 1997. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, just, yeah. I have a real quick question for you, Dak. Uh, were these people that were upset by this interracial uh, dating... Were they Count Dracula? <laughs> the, I don't know the way you said that. Just made me think of how old timey Dracula he sounded. It's because of the blur that I threw in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it was um, that one guy. Dracula's a racist man. Were, it was just that I one mean, dude. The, like this, there's actually did not like Spawn. Like it was weird. There's, there's, a, there's actually a Marvel comic where like Dracula and Doctor Doom meet up on the moon for some reason. Dracula's trying to kill, like trying to recruit Doctor Doom to help him out, and he starts talking about how Islam needs to be brought down. I'm just like, why is Dracula so racist? Is this it's because he's that old? And and Doom is just like, really? You're trying to get me for this? Fuck off, man. I, I love how that's the ridiculous uh, part of your story. Because, like, as, as comic book fans, there was no questioning it when you're like, so Doctor Doom and Dracula meet on the moon. We're like, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Doom's totally got that mask. Dracula's undead. <laughs> I get it. Where hey, uh, else would they meet? The moon is the obvious spot. Well, yeah. They're both European monarchs. Location. They're, yeah. they're both European, like, like leaders of state. Got to go to the moon. Oh, man. Like, international waters for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shit, got to go to the moon. Dracula's <laughs> trying to get rid of Islam again. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, guys, Dracula's oh, doing that thing again. 
Yeah. That brings us to today's topic, our favorite original Xbox games. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before we, before we go on to that... Uh, I don't remember that part of Ultimate Alliance. Hey, before we go on to that, uh, talking about terrible movies reminded me about... I just saw one. The Rise of Skywalker. I have not seen The Rise of Skywalker, but uh, I bet it's... It's really not. I know, but... Look, I gotta. I have to disagree with Poet because otherwise, we look. We can't make a podcast if it's just me and him going. I like this thing. Yeah, me too. All I right, mean, see y'all next week. Like that's not gonna. You can because at this point, like it'll be just a case of oh my god, they're agreeing about something. We agree on things. We. I, I happen to know for a fact that our list of like our top five favorite original Xbox games we're gonna talk about. I know for a fact that a, there's a couple that. Uh, or is on, it's on both of our lists. So it's not like, you know, 100%. Since we're on the topic, I, I need to throw this out there, like, straight off the mark. Um, I, I'm just like, what games did I play on original Xbox? So I went on Wikipedia and basically went to the list of original Xbox hey, console games. Your boys just, got it up right now. Same list. Same list! And, and I, I went down the list and wrote down every single one of those games that I played. I'm just like, wow. Maybe, like, like two or three of these are not based on a pre-existing property. I am not a very good gamer. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Uh, you know, it's funny you should say that. Something you reminded me. I got a cord for my PlayStation Two because my uh, for some reason the TVs I have don't have composition cables, but that's all I've had for my PlayStation Two for a long time. So I had to get like regular composite, you know, yellow, red. Yeah, right? yeah. The, the uh, however get gets into there. Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun to order that and like hook it up in the bedroom, like maybe play like Tekken or something with Liz from time to time because that's the kind of games that she likes. Uh, and I like it. I mean, I'll have a good time with it too, whatever. But I was like going through my PlayStation One games. And I was like, well, let me put these in like this one big C- like CD container that I have, like you know, one of those flip books. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I put I put like all of my, my big ones in there, and I didn't realize I. Because I picked them up from my in-laws' house. I left all my, a lot of my gaming stuff there. So I got them back when we went to town. And man, holy shit. After putting them in there the other night, I was, I was like, I have like 100 PlayStation 1 games. Like it's, I didn't realize I had as many as I did. Man, those are probably worth a bit. You could sell those on eBay if you're not going to play the, them anymore. I don't, I don't have the cases. Like I, a long time ago, so I, put sell, them, I pulled them out you of the sell, cases. You, them. you could sell them at a discounted rate. I also don't want to sell most of them though, because I want to play them. It's like I got all I got the first three Crash Bandicoot games. Like I want to play this. I got Resident That's Evil fair. and Dino Crisis. Like, I was actually th- instead of selling, I was like, what games can I buy that I don't have already? But it's like, yeah, like you, like if you did choose to sell some of those, like if there's a game that is like, oh, I don't want this anymore, you probably make a bit of money for it. Eh, maybe I don't know. I I just I I, I have this big regret. Because like, you want to know what was really hard about putting my list of Xbox games together? Because the easiest thing for me to do is I'm like, let me look at the games I have. And my biggest regret for gaming is that I am one of those people that one time was like, I'm going to take a bunch of these games I don't play anymore. I'm going to take them to GameStop and I'm going to trade them in for some credit. That was a mistake. I got like 20 bucks for like 40 games. <laughs> and I regret it so hard. GameStop be robbing you. Uh, GameStop be going out of business soon. I bet this quarantine is killing them. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> they lost my business years ago. I I 100% switched to digital uh, games because of how GameStop treated uh, my my sellbacks. 
Like, I ain't got time. Well, for also, that. I mean, they're just they can't really compete with with the 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 prices you can get. So, because like, I think I was just talking to you earlier today about like the sales and like the good stuff you can get from you know on like the PlayStation Store. Uh, you know, they they almost always have some kind of sale going on. So it's like here's this game for nine ninety nine. Go get a game for $10 at GameStop right now. It's a piece of shit. I don't care what you get. I don't care how long you look. They will sell up every game they have. Just download a game on Xbox Live or PlayStation for like $10, $15. I guarantee you, you can find like a decent one. Faux show. We are not sponsored by Xbox or PlayStation. Like- <laughs> we are definitely not sponsored by GameStop. However, we are open to sponsorships from Xbox or PlayStation. But not GameStop. And not Nintendo. Sorry, but not guys. GameStop. I'm neither here nor w- there on Nintendo. If they wanted to sponsor us, I would totally be okay with it. Oh, I, was, I, w- I don't I will play say, any of their uh, items I, I, got, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've never once been like, and today's episode is sponsored by Nintendo. <laughs> or Xbox or PlayStation. Like, <laughs> I've um, I, I've got been getting uh, a bit more back into Nintendo lately. because, um, So... We'll talk about it when we get to it. One of the games on my list is Ultimate Alliance. I love that one. I love the second one when it came out on um, on uh, Xbox 360. And I was waiting for number three for years. I'm just like, I, I will wait for this game. I love this series. I, I love the X-Men Legends games. We'll talk about those a bit. Um, I was so ready for those. And then last year they announced Ultimate Alliance 3 after 10 years is finally coming. And I was so happy. And it was for the Switch only. And I was so fucking mad, because I'm just like, I cannot afford another console, not, and especially not to buy one game. Like I, like, I was so furious about this, because I'd waited so long for a game, and then I couldn't play it. And then, uh, for Christmas, like, Jamie, partly because she loves me, and partly because she wanted me to shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie bought me a Switch, and got me Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch. Oh, that was awfully nice of her. That was, uh, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like, it, was it probably, um, yeah, like it's not a sequel. It's like it's a continuity reboot, gotcha. but it's still the same gameplay style. It's got so many characters you can play as. It's not as good as the other two, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy playing it. Can oh, you fuck. link up with other people? I, th- I believe you can. Yes. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, because Poet was thinking of buying a Switch, playing that game for a month, and then selling the Switch. First off, I played that PlayStation for more than a month. Second off, I bought that game, that PlayStation, for three games, only two of which have come out, one of which wasn't even that good, and the other one has been postponed indefinitely. I'm glad I sold that piece of wait, shit PlayStation. Wait, one game. of them, wait, which one wasn't even that good? The one that wasn't Spider-Man. What was the one that wasn't Spider-Man? I can't even remember it now. It was some like Ninja Samurai <laughs> style game. I don't even remember you playing this game. So I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, no, I think I'm it, I think it came out after uh, I sold my PlayStation. And then Wait, go, uh, Ghosts of something, right? Yeah. Ghosts that game has not come out yet. Oh, I think so that they... comes out this, this summer. Oh, and see, two of them haven't even come out yet. What a fucking waste of time, money, and energy that was. Getting out uh, that game. So, what's, so what's the one you hated then? Uh, no, I like Spider-Man, but I thought yeah. the I thought the other game would come out after I got rid of my PlayStation, and because I oh. hadn't heard how good it had been, I assumed it wasn't good, 
And then Billy just told me it hadn't even come out yet. It was so bad it hadn't even come out yet. And then he also, you never finished The Last of Us. Because didn't you play The Last of Us and you're like, oh, I yeah, just, I, yeah, I got to one part where I was like, I kept fucking up in the same area. And I was just like, I don't want to do this again and again and again. Which is so and fucking it, crazy to me. So, like, I, I try not to be judgmental about it because I'm like, you know, I'm the kind of guy when it comes to some movies. And we, I think we've talked about this before where I was like, look. I get a lot of people think like the Godfather is the greatest movie ever or one of the greatest movies ever. I think that I think it's boring as shit. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Sorry, like I just I don't get into like mob stuff or mafia things. It's just not 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 for me. So I try not to be judgmental about people when they're like, this thing is the greatest blank ever, and you know, all right, it's you know everything is up for. Everything's open to interpretation. Man, The Last of Us is one of the greatest games ever. I'm not kidding. I, I 100% like that game is amazing. Everything about it is so fucking good. So yeah. the fact that you don't like it, I'm like, that's so it was. It wasn't that I didn't like it. What happened was I got to a part where I kept dying, and I didn't have enough interest in the game to... Uh, to focus on... Because basically I kept dying... Not because something was hard, just because I would forget there'd be one extra enemy and I'd just lazily forget or wouldn't get my attack off in time and then would die and would have to go through this whole thing again. And I was just like, all right, I'll have to focus on this game when I'm not playing 18 other games. And by the time that happened, I had sold my PlayStation. You're a sad man. You're a sad man. Fuck you in the face, Billy. This podcast is over. It is. Welcome oh, to it's the been Poet over and like so many times. Podcast Extravaganza. I'm Poet. And that's my co-host, Dak. Today we're joined by Billy Houston. <laughs> why, why, are you, why are you inserting my name? Like, like, I don't, are, you not, are you suddenly not here? <laughs> oh, man. Hmm, that was good shit right there. All right. Favorite Xbox, OG Xbox, no 360, no 1, no Series X, none of that extra shit, just an X and then a box. Top five games that we played, that we loved. We're just going to go ahead and start. I'm going to start. We're going to get it out of the way. It's the game that brought us all together and its sequel, Halo and Halo 2. Is it fair to assume that Halo and I assume maybe even Halo Two is is on all of our lists? Go, we're getting these two out of the way. Uh, I would say yes, and I would put Halo Two above Halo. I know I'm in the minority I of that, too. but I, I I always liked Halo Two more than the first one. I like I like Halo's story, playing Halo's story more than I liked playing Halo 2's story, but Halo Two's online was where I made friendships that are being recorded to this day. It's, it's it's why I got into online gaming. It's why I got Xbox Live. I was like, my my buddy had gotten Xbox Live uh, before me. And I was like, I mean, I guess that sounds kind of cool, playing games online, whatever. But it's like, he played sports games and stuff. I was like, that's not really for me. Whatever. That sounds cool, I guess. But that's, I don't know. Then Halo 2 came out. And I came over and we played that. I was like, I got to make this happen. Like, I gotta get this. Uh, it was just, it's, I know, 
I was about to call it game changing, and that just sounds like a tongue in cheek thing, but no, it like, or not even life changing. Like, seriously. That's why we're here right now. I don't yeah. think we would not be here doing this if Halo 2 didn't exist. No. Yep, that is, Halo that is, didn't exist anyway. that is correct. Um, but I will say, I actually will disagree with both you guys. Like, I prefer Halo 2's story over Halo 1's, honestly. Um, because I. I don't know why. Um, I really like the whole Covenant Civil War thing that was going on. That was way more interesting than humanity fighting the aliens. I mean, the whole flood twist, yeah, that was, it was super cool and everything else, but I really enjoyed, like, playing as the, I, again, minority, I love playing as the Arbiter. Like we were saying before, you can't, you can't, you can't go wrong with, with Keith David. Um, so and, I, I liked the Arbiter stuff, but I thought that, that they had a lot going on in that game, and it just didn't all come together the way. It was it was messy, I'll grant you, but like I don't think the first one's story was like as amazing as a lot of people say it was. And I get that I, most, I get uh, that Halo's really popular because of the online stuff, and it's like I get that, but I didn't start playing online until Halo Three um, with the 360. So I didn't have that factor as much. I, I did have, though, we had system link parties with Halo 2 way back in the day where, like, me and three of my friends would say, all right, we're all meeting up in a house. All of us are bringing a TV and an Xbox, and we would hook those up, and then a bunch of other people would converge on the place, and we'd have 16 player in one room going. And that was fucking amazing. Like, that was something else. That, I always wanted to do that, but unfortunately, I was not a popular kid. So, <laughs> uh, so I actually... So the reason I like the first Halo story better uh, is not because it's particularly amazing or you know particularly deep or anything like that. It's just it's a, it it does something that I think, regardless of the medium, when you're talking about like a, a, a good story, it keeps it simple. Like there's it's there's not that a lot to, true. you know That's true. which can be can be both a good thing or a bad thing depending on the kind of story you like, uh, and I. Th- you know, part of what ended up hurting Halo, in my opinion, for like the storyline later, is it got way too into like its own mythos. Where it's like oh, it, okay, the last couple of games, especially. I agree. Okay. Yes, I could. Dude, Halo Four and Halo Five are like, I won't say unplayable, but Halo I, Four. I would never go back and play them again. Halo 4, to me, is... Halo 4 and Halo 5, honestly, they sound like The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker for Poet. Like, I tried playing Halo 4, and I hated it so much. I hated the story. I hated it. I didn't... I mean, I didn't hate the story. Is I thought it was super forgettable. Well, I, I got... Uh, I, got I, didn't, I, I didn't love I, the fifth one story at all. I don't even remember the fifth one story, if I'm being perfectly honest. It's something, something... Dark side. Luke Cage and Nathan Fillion. Yep. And it's like Nathan uh, Fillion made it tolerable, I think. But the reason I even finished the... I don't think I even finished the fifth one. And I only finished the fourth one because my roommate and I were playing the co-op together. And that was fun. Like, I enjoyed that part of it. That was it, though. Uh, but yeah, you know, I read a few of the... I've read a few of the Halo books, too. And I know that, like, that's a big thing in the, in the fan I've tried. There's some good ones. Uh, Fall of Reach is a good book. I actually Fall, genuinely... Fall of Reach was okay, yeah. Uh, it, it was it was enjoyable, but it's not one I would go back and read again. I don't think I would either. But it's definitely the kind of thing I was like, oh, okay, this is it, it adds something to the story, uh, into the universe. Whereas, like, oh, you know, like I said, because the first game is so simple, like there's not a ton that you need to be aware of. Like you're given it all 
in the context of the game. Like, okay, I'm this super soldier. We're at war with these aliens, and like, over and you learn everything you need to learn over the course of the game, and it just yeah. works. Uh, and then if you want to know more, there's a surprisingly good book. There's a pretty good book that you can read that's like a a, a prequel to this. Neat, awesome. Somewhere somebody was like. All right, let's make a shit ton of these books, and now we're gonna just talk about the universe and these they aliens. They tried. To, they tried to make it the new Star Wars universe with like all the ex- like stuff going off in every direction and all these different stories from the corners of the galaxy. And I'm just like, I don't think you guys really earned that. Well, not only that, but if you're gonna do something like that, you have to have. I mean, you take a look at something like Mass Effect. Mass Effect has a ton of backstory, a ton of races, and history there's all kinds of stuff there to work with and it's amazing i think there's a lot of interesting uh awesome stuff in mass effect uh despite how it ends um but halo is just kind of like Halo's like ah, here are the humans and here's the covenant and that's what you had and they tried to expand on that and it's, it's it wasn't you know i didn't give a shit about the forerunners like the people that you know yeah like they were yeah. kind of you know they like they talk about them in the first game, but it's more of like a a plot excuse for like where'd Halo come from? Uh, the Forerunners they made and they're it. and okay. they're extinct and they're extinct now. Yep, okay, and they're extinct, no so you don't have to worry about it. Like we've taken care of it, but then like that becomes a big part of the. It, it just really get, I feel like we're just complaining about Halo now. We're supposed to be talking about why we like these games. Um, but yeah, Halo Two is why I got into online gaming, and I think that the first Halo. The first Halo is what got me into the Xbox. That's why I wanted to get an Xbox. Like, it's just, it was, I, my buddy got one. Uh, I didn't even know what it really was. Like, I kind of heard of the Xbox, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I got to get one of those. Like, there wasn't anything that made me, it wasn't like the PlayStation. When the PlayStation came out and I was a kid, I was like, I want that PlayStation. I want that PlayStation too. I genuinely uh, do not remember why I got an Xbox as a kid. Like, not th- not not because I like I haven't enjoyed it like I I, I enjoyed having an Xbox and stuff like that but I'm just like why did I get that one because like it was a Christmas present from my dad and uh, from my from my, both my parents uh, sorry my mom was still alive at that point um, and uh, like I remember it came with Halo and it came with uh, two games on one disc it came with Sega GT 2002 which I think was a racing game and Jet Set Radio Future which is like a skateboarding and graffiti game oh, and yeah. and i was like i could not get into either of those um but i'm just like I, I had a nintendo 64 as a kid uh so i i'm just like yeah why did i get an xbox and not a gamecube i'm i genuinely don't remember like i i love having my xbox and i've stayed with the different generations coming up and i'm just like i wonder why i started with that well part of the reason i also wanted to do an episode about you know, our favorite original Xbox games is aside from the fact that, you know, we're all, I won't say we're all Xbox people. I, lo- I mean, I love my PlayStation still. Um, but aside from the fact that we all have Xbox and we've been playing Xbox for, you know, since the original, uh, there's something really interesting to me about the fact that Xbox is like the last new system, like game system that came along and has stuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's true. Because like PlayStation and uh, uh, sorry, Sony and Nintendo have been mainstays. They've had consoles for ages, and then Microsoft comes along like with an outlier. 
Which, granted, you know, my, you know, Sony was only a few years older with the PlayStation one before. You know, the, when did the PlayStation one come out? Ninety five. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, and then I think two thousand one was the Xbox, or maybe two thousand two. So it wasn't yes. like a ton of time had gone That'd by. Be before two thousand. Like what the Xbox? Or yeah, because Silent Hill came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, Silent Hill was on the PlayStation One, man. It was also on the Xbox. No, they might have just done a. They might have just done a. Silent port. Hill Two was. Well, the Silent Hill I'm looking at says. Nineteen ninety nine, my dude, under Xbox games. Xbox did not come out that early. Look, if you're looking at Wikipedia, somebody lied. I'm not looking at Wikipedia. How about you look up like the Wikipedia of the Xbox itself and see when it was released? Seems like that that would solve this. I'm gonna say November two thousand one. That's what I think. Oh no no, I'm sorry, no two thousand two, not November two thousand one. All right, let's see Google Console. November 15th, 2001. Ah, shit, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, that's uh, still, like, Silent Hill was 99, but it, and on Xbox, that so must have been a port. Yeah, it must have been. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. I gotta go change a diaper. I'll be right, sorry. I'll be right back. This, this that's guy. right. This fucking guy. <laughs> but yeah, like the the Halo games were like, uh-huh. yeah, like they're they're some of the only like console original games that are on this like on this list that I've played. Uh, take take from that what you will. Um, but yeah, no, like they're, they're always been super fun. They're like they're not demanding. Like you can just drop in and play them whenever the fuck, and it's and it's great. Like, like whether you're playing the missions or the, um... Sorry, uh, I got a text message from my boss. Um, okay. So, to start over there real quick. Oh, uh, just, like, playing the missions, like, it's just, dr- like, drop in, drop out. Like, I've played the missions so many times, I know the, I know them like the back of my hand. I can just go, alright, now I'm going here, now I'm going here. It's not, de- it's not demanding, but it's still fun just to jump in and just murder some aliens. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um... I, I tried to play Halo again the other day. Um, on Master Chief Collection? Yeah, on the Master Chief Collection. The problem for me is that, like, um, the, conf- the, the the difference between the games is so pronounced kind of from, like... The controls? To- yeah, like, from one to two, it's a big jump, and from three to four, I feel like it's a jump because of the different mechanics... Yeah, and um, and so it's hard for me to to want to go back and play them again, um, especially because of Destiny, um, because they're obviously you know from the same company, especially those early Halos. Um, so much is similar that when something's different, it's so different. That like I'm like the muscle memory gets so jumbled that like I just like I get frustrated because like I'm trying to zoom and then I accidentally throw a grenade and I'm like fuck I don't have that ability this is like a different game <laughs> yeah and so uh, it's 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 been hard for me to try to go back and play because like I wanted to I I wanted to play Reach again but like 
The frustrating part is that the reach they added obviously doesn't have any of the work I did on my reach. Yeah. And so, like, now you have to, like, play Halo all the time again just to get the stuff I already have unlocked on my reach. And so it's like, I don't want to have to grind all that stuff out again and, like, and like the best way to do it is to play, uh, you know, multiplayer. And I'm like, again, like it's one thing if I'm throwing a grenade, trying to zoom, fighting some grunts or, but when I'm fighting people who are just like, it's just like, it's too frustrating to try to fight people yeah. who clearly are only playing Halo still when I've like moved on and like it, so it took the fun out. Yeah, no, um, that's fair. I, I can agree with that. It's like, I'd rather play with my friends than against some randoms. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm like that with any game. It's like, yeah, in Red Dead 2, you can run you can run around and kill other players. And I was like, I don't want to do that, though. I want to play I want to play the game because I'm playing it, not because other people are playing it. Like, yeah. I'm happy to play with friends and work together to a common goal, but I don't want to just, like, run up some random dude who might be trying to play it like I normally play it and just fucking murder him. Exactly. Like... Like, the only people I want to murder thoughtlessly are my friends. And that's 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 because I want to hear you scream out, Oh, fuck, I'm trying to fish! As I <laughs> lasso you and drag you out of roads. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But doing that to some random player is just, just not... I'm not interested in that, and I'm not interested in having that done to me. But if I'm fishing and my boy Micah comes through and lassos me... As angry as that makes me, it's my friend Micah, and so like, yeah, we're just I'm, ripping it each just other. Makes me laugh, yeah. It's yeah, I get that. Even even though like he he's lassoed me while I was fishing and dragging her down, I remember the time that I pulled out my throwing knives and killed his horse and then killed him. So like, I understand why he might lasso me while I'm fishing. <laughs> but if I don't know you, why are you lassoing me while I'm fishing? I ain't did nothing to you. I ain't talked about your mama. I ain't slept with your girl or your boy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, leave, leave me alone to try to catch these goddamn fish. Uh, well, I feel like we've said most of what we can say about the Halo games then. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can't, can't really go any further without Billy. This fucking bum. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look at this fucking guy. So anyways, <laughs> uh, for me on the Halo games, the reason why I prefer Halo 1 to 2 is because um, I played Halo 1 with uh, a guy I'm no longer friends with. Um, But we would play Halo all the time. Me, him, and his brother, we'd get off work, and we would be sitting there playing Halo, and we would run through all the missions. You know, if we died, we passed a stick off. We, We beat it on every level possible. Uh, you know what I mean? We just had so much fun replaying it and replaying it. And then every now and again, we get into multiplayer, but I was so much better at multiplayer. And also I wasn't afraid to look at their screens to know exactly where they were, run directly there and kill them and shit like this. Cause so you playing... weren't better. You were just good at cheating. <laughs> no, I was No, I was better because I knew the maps because I had played them so much. So if I knew where they were, I could just run straight there. Whereas if they looked at my screen, they didn't know where the fuck I was. Anyways, 
So he was experienced. So yeah. So we would replay Halo story over and over again. Now it's clearly not the best story, regardless of Halo. Period. It's not the best story. It's clearly heavily influenced by Aliens and uh, you know those that that you know all those kind of like eighties yeah, yeah. hits. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I I love it for that. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't like Aliens was giving me a video game where I could be a space marine fighting these chest bursters in this scary ass situation and shit. And honestly. When the flood first hit, that's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. That's still some of the scariest gaming I've ever been involved with. Oh man, that music um, when it hits. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I remember just like, what? What is about to happen? Like, <laughs> right? Um, but for me, with Halo Two, partly why I don't like the, I don't consider the story better. I didn't play it as much. Uh, uh, I did not we beat we, we beat it regular and then we tried to beat it on legendary and we literally couldn't get out of that that uh, off of the ship <coughs> and so we just didn't have any interest in playing trying it on legendary because it was so hard and then once i got into multiplayer like that was it my life became multiplayer I, you know i met like you know like i met lifelong friends that uh, in multiplayer and and we never I mean occasionally we play story but like for the most part we were on that multiplayer constantly fighting with each other or playing friends and yeah all right so I started us off with Halo and Halo 2 all right well I'll, I'll go to my number five then um which was oh, wait do you have yours in a particular order well I, I thought we were meant to I don't have to Mine's uh, in I no order. I was gonna make us do that, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I'll just go with like whatever then. Um, is there another you one also on don't my list? Have to not have a particular. Yeah. Order, like, Dax's number five <laughs> favorite Xbox game is Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a I, good one. It's like I remember it. Like that was probably one of the more frustrating games I ever played. Is that the one with the where Sometimes the Sometimes where I'm just like, fuck, this is difficult. Like, is that what? the one? Is that what the one with the fog? Uh, that like you, you, there was no like ground, so like you were you were slinging no. through the air, but like there no, was no it's ground. The original Spider-Man. Oh, that's on the original. PlayStation, yeah. Which, by oh, the way, uh, is one of the PlayStation One games. So, so this, so this one was the one. It's like it. It started uh, as like, oh yeah, this is a story. Yeah, it's a cell shade animation. Like they sold it as like it's actually canon to the uh, to the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, and then they later retcon that and they adapted it into this like the thing. Um, and it's like, all right, look, it was it was kind of it was it was pretty fun. Like some of those chase scenes where like, you're chasing Human Torch down through Manhattan, or like because this is one where you play as Spider-Man, then you play as Venom. Um, Actually, I guess most, I guess a lot of Spider-Man games are like that now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like you, you play as both of them, and like some of the chase scenes you have to do are fucking difficult. And I remember getting really frustrated at it. But the art style was amazing, and the gameplay, when it wasn't frustrating as shit, was really fun. And I, I had a blast playing that one actually. Oh, it's so much fun just swinging around New York as Spider-Man. Because uh, I was even, I was thinking. Of, my list didn't. I ended up not putting it on there, but I was fuck. I'll mention it anyway. Uh, when I first played Spider-Man Two, like that was amazing. I was 
See, I never play that one. And again, I don't know why, because like, it seems like I should have. Um, but uh, yeah, just for some reason, like, I, I never wound up playing that one. Um, and everyone always raves about it and says, oh, like up until like the recent one for PS4, everyone's like, that's the best Spider-Man game ever. And I'm just like, why did I never play that? Um, but yeah, like I did like Ultimate Spider-Man. I liked the fact that you know, web-swinging around the city... Uh, like you know, it's it's not just webs. Just grab onto the sky, and they're always above you. It's like no, no, you got to like be close to the buildings and whatnot, so they can latch onto that. And like you got to get your angles and everything right. Uh, that was yeah, it was a really fun game. It had like a lot of cameos from characters from the comics, but it didn't overdo it. Um, some of the boss fights were fucking insanely hard, but yeah. Yeah, Pretty memorable though. I remember the first time when you play as Venom, uh, you fight Wolverine. You fight Wolverine. Wolverine. Fight. It's so cool. It's like what? Wolverine is here. Like it's out of nowhere. Oh, was like, was it? You knock someone through the wall of the bar that he's in, so he just comes out and starts wailing on you. Yeah. The only <laughs> so, downside is you beat him as Venom, and I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. Where, but I where, mean, where you don't think Venom can take Wolverine in a fight? No. Absolutely. Oh, that's, oh god, this is not going to end well. <laughs> Who thought I love Wolverine. I'm ready for I'm your not, emails. I'm definitely taking him over a fight in Venom. I'm staying out of this one. Um, but yeah, so that 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 would be the first one. So I clearly, Dak is cl- Team Venom. Send your hate mail to him accordingly. Wait, so why? My email address I- is the Poet and Billy Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I, I know that I've. I've, I've mentioned the fact that our last couple of episodes have been pretty long. It's been like two hours, okay? So maybe I should try sticking to the topic at hand. But I can't let this go. Why do you think Venom would beat Wolverine in a fight? Are you talking to me or to or Poet? Either one of you. I don't, uh, think, I don't, I don't think Venom... Yeah, I don't think Venom would be... I would, I'm a Wolverine fan, so regardless, oh, so I'm going with this. Wolverine in a Venom fight. Dak just said he was taking out, staying out of it. So I took that to him. To I impl- inferred that he was a ven- he was taking venom in the fight as a joke. I'm sorry that you've now ruined this episode by making it four hours long, uh, <laughs> but you fucked this up, Billy. Yeah, I think that second hour into my, my thesis on why Wolverine <laughs> is better than Venom, maybe that was taking it a little too far. You know, on second thought, maybe you should just cut all of that out and we'll just pick it back up where we left off. Hold on, I gotta text my mom. See, the joke is, it seems like we talked about stuff for a while and then I told you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well what, what would be yours then, Billy? What? Well, what's a game on your list? A yeah, game what's on my your list? next list? Billy, what's your next game? What's a, the, uh, 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 yours number three? Yours number three? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Uh, damn. Which one should I talk about next? I'm going to go with, and I, I I might be the only, I think I'm the only one who was into these games, so this seems like a good one to go with. Uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. That was the third Splinter Cell game. Did you guys ever I, play Splinter Cell? No. I played one of them. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was like the first or the second. Um, and I remember enjoying it. But not enough to... I didn't finish it, and I never got any of the others. So, well, d- so like Ultimate Spider-Man, like, I get, you know, because you could say, ah, Ultimate Spider-Man, Splinter Cell, these are games that were on other systems, but fuck those people, because 
these are games that we we played them on what we played them on. I played yeah, exactly. You know, I played Ultimate Spider-Man on the Xbox also. Fun fact though, Splinter Cell the first game was for a short while exclusive to the Xbox, I and mean, eventually they put it out on PlayStation Two, and they had the sequels there. The thing I like about the Splinter Cell games is, uh, at least the first few, they they consistently get better and better. So, like, if you play the first one, I get why people don't like it. I didn't like the first one the first time I played it either. It took some getting used to. And then I played Pandora Tomorrow, the second one, and they added some stuff, and they kind of worked a little on the gameplay. It's like, all right, they fixed some stuff. Like, it's... It's better. It's I, I definitely had an easier time playing it. Plus, the multiplayer for Pandora Tomorrow and Chaos Theory were awesome. They did that was the uh, I spy did not versus know those games had had um, multiplayer. You didn't know that? Oh my god! Nope. Okay, it was cool as shit. So it was two v two. Yep. Uh, so on one team you had the spies, and the spies were in third person. So it was played just like the game, like like. Splinter Cells, third person, you're sneaking around. And you had, like, objectives to, like, steal some uh, information from, like, computers around the map. Uh, the other team was supposed to try and stop you and kill you. And they were played in first person as mercenaries. Uh, so it was, like, a first person mode. And they had, like, different uh, tools and stuff they could use to try to track you down. Uh, it, was just, it was just so cool. I, I always like... Uh, multiplayer like i'm trying to think of what they're called not not necessarily asymmetrical since it's 2v2 so that doesn't really but the kind where each team has a different perspective objective or not just an objective but you know one team the fact that one team was third person and the other team was first person blew my 12 year old mind i was like what is this that is a weird thing to do that yeah yeah okay i I can't say i've ever heard of that happening anywhere else man it was it's awesome and you can't do it anymore i wish they would bring it back they did in what uh, was what was the thinking behind that like why were you in first Hold on. So when you normally play the game, were you third person or first person? Third or person. Or could you choose? So you're normally third person. So yeah, what so was always... the, the why was somebody first person? What were they doing or what was the gameplay that would ne- necessitate? That? So I think the idea was each you had different advantages and disadvantages if you were uh, on on opposite teams. So I think the cool thing about first person was it was easier to shoot because you ended up, you know, you had a gun, which was way easier to to kill somebody with because you didn't have a gun if you were a spy. So you couldn't, it was a lot harder to kill a mercenary. Mm. Uh, but it also limited your vision. And it was hard enough to see them because, you know, there are things you couldn't do. It's not like you know, a, spy, a mercenary couldn't climb up into a vent or something like a spy could or run around the way that a spy could. But, it, you know, they were much deadlier than the spy. So it was like they had different things that they could do it's just like a really smart idea, but even aside from that, as cool as I li- as, as that was, and I played quite a bit of the multiplayer. I wish they would bring it back. Um, the story, like the the campaign mode for Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, the third one, that they perfected. I, that was, I, and I liked a lot of the other ones. Like they did, they tried new things in the sequels, but since we're talking about original Xbox, I'm going to say with Chaos Theory. It was just perfect. Like the way that, the, first of all, the graphics looked amazing. Uh, the the way that they set up the 
the feeling, like the controls, the way that you could sneak up on people, it felt way smoother. Uh, also, they had these meters above your, like, on the bottom of the screen, above, like, your health and whatever equipment you had. So it was, like, one meter was the lighting, and it was dotted. And the dot would be in different places, uh, and that was based on the lighting. So, like, if it was a bright room, the dot would be real high, but if it wasn't bright, the dot would be real low. And if you were in the, if you were in the dark uh, and hidden it would be below the dot. So it would change depending on where you were on the map and how, how bright it was. Uh, same with sound. There was one above it that was sound and it had like a meter for if something was loud, you could be louder because it would be masked by whatever sound was going on, whether it was vague, raining. vaguely remember like, that, yeah. So cool. And then like it just gave you a lot of options. Like you had optional missions on each mission that you could do. You had different ways that you could go about. So the way the maps are spread out, you had different ways of like, all right, you could try to break into this place through the roof, or you could try to sneak your way past the guards, although there's a lot of them, or you can like, oh, like you had different, it was just, it's so good. I, to, to this day, it's still amazing. I think if you were to go back and play it, like you'd be real surprised. It's absolutely fantastic game. Um, mm. And then they, they kind of tried to keep it, going like once the 360 came around they had a couple of games i actually really liked the fifth one uh, can i stop you right there we're only talking yeah. about xbox games and we don't need a seven hour episode so do not start talking about oh i'm sorry i thought i, I thought that this was my show and i could talk about whatever i wanted no, no i'm not gonna get into the like the other games and I'm, dad I'm, podcast extravaganza now i'm sorry I, you've I been replaced worth, I, i'm not gonna go into like the other games but i think it's worth bringing up that that was the last one that was great like i would say as like they had some future games that were good that was that's the perfect splinter cell game i think it was which uh, which of the future games were good billy and, and on what systems were they uh i'm not allowed to talk about it apparently because i've been censored uh man. all right well since i shit all over billy's game <laughs> I'll, I'll go with mine oh man uh, the next one on my list was uh, a game that was on the Halo disc. Uh, it was a party game, and I fucking loved it. Fusion Frenzy! I've never heard of it. It, it was uh, on the Halo disc, my dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it wasn't it, down it, here. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Really? I So, I my buddy eventually got the full game, but we had the demo. And it only had like four uh, or five like of the mini games on there. I wonder if we that, played it, the shit out of it. Was that Dude, only? Was it only the demo? Maybe we only played the demo. Maybe the fifth, maybe the one of the games on my on top ten Xbox was only a demo. <laughs> only a demo. Oh man, because the only way I played it was on the the Halo. Because no, I didn't buy Fusion Frenzy. That I didn't even well, think no, about. You had to buy it. No, totally. No, no, it's totally it the was demo. just it w- the demo. But you're not the only one, though. Uh, I've heard about this. I've heard this talked about in other places. A lot of people played that demo dude, all the time. Fucking uh, loved But then it. when you're like, oh, do you play like the actual game? I think most people are like, no. <laughs> Which is weird. Dude, weird. When I, like that game was so much fun. Dude, we dude. Hours, hours playing it, and I, I can't believe it was only the demo. 
Oh my god! Yeah, man, it was just, <laughs> that, that is it was, funny. It's it was just or... it was just it's a four player mini game like party game thing. So like one of them was you were essentially like imagine like a a spinning drill and you're running on like the thread at the center of it, and there are things you either have to jump over or duck under, and so. You're and it all just keeps even. going and getting faster yeah, and it, until and there's only one of you left. Exactly. And anytime you get hit by one of those, it pushes you back until you get bumped off the map, right? Or they had a bunch of variations where you were in some side of caged metal ball. So, like, one of them was, like, you were on a circle platform that had different rings. And you had to, like, knock each other off the, the circle platform. But as time went down, the rings it got smaller and smaller because things dropped off or like with those same kind of balls, they had a race where you could like race down a track, but like uh, the edges of the track would be the way that like you would hit them. If you'd go too fast, you'd launch right off and be out of the race. And we would play this fucking fusion frenzy for goddamn hours. The demo. How do you have a demo so good? Nobody bothers to buy your game. I mean, people bought it. They played it, but I think that it just kind of fell off where... Because I know they made a sequel. They made a Fusion Frenzy 2. Yeah, I would talk about how terrible it was, but it's on the 360. <laughs> yeah, that's why, I didn't, that's why I didn't get into it. I didn't go anywhere else with it. But yeah, man, I play, did you have a go-to character like of uh, I, that you would choose? I think I would either go with Dub or Zack, usually. I think Dub with the green guy was mine. Yeah, so I usually like went with him too, the green Green, guy. yellow, red, or orange. And yeah, so I usually went green. My buddy was always the red one, yeah. Samson? I think his name was Samson. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Naomi, Zach, Dub, and Samson. No, that's not right. Zach, Dub, Jet maybe? I don't know. It's not even that important. So Nobody's yeah, going to play it. Yeah, nobody's going to play it. <laughs> So that was my that was mine. The demo for Fusion Frenzy held it down. Fair enough. Dak, you want to go hit us with your number four? Um. So next up, I had where's the fucking paper? Oh, here we go. Uh. So, like I said before, like most of mine are based on licensed properties for some reason, uh, and a lot of them weren't very good. But one that was. Uh, Predator Concrete Jungle. Huh. Like, that's... Like, you play as the Predator, obviously. Um, and, like, it it was really cool. Like, the amount of missions you do... Like, there were some missions... Like, the game starts out back in, like, the 20s, where you're hunting around this city, and, you and like, you botch a hunt. Like, you, uh, like, some people got away, or some other people, like... Um, or you killed an innocent or something like that. So, like, shit went down. You got, like, you as a predator got really badly injured. Um, and uh, as things uh, go on, so he got exiled by the other pre- uh, other predators to, like, this planet where he's expected to die and stays there for, like, a hundred years. Uh, he's, he's on this planet just, like, surviving, basically. Uh, but a whole bunch of your weapons got left behind on Earth when you had to escape, 
and so then the other predators come back and it's like right so your mess is like is fucked like because you left all your weapons behind and now the humans have them and they're like using our technology and shit like that so you gotta go back to earth and clean up your fucking mess and so you go back to earth in like the futuristic year of 2030 i think it was and uh and you start hunting down the humans who have your weapons and it was so much fun like it's one of those games is probably needlessly gory and whatnot, but that's like that's the predator in a nutshell. Uh, and it was so much fun, just like murdering people and running through the city, and like you know, you could do the stealth thing where you stalk a target and then um, go to ki- and go to kill them, or you can just like go in guns blazing and just murder everyone. And like it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that game. That was so cool. They had the different vision modes as well, so you could hunt them in like infrared or ultraviolet or there are a couple others as well um yeah love that game get uh, the new one it's coming out this summer there's a new one coming yeah i did not know that i think there's a lot of there's a big multiplayer aspect to it so it's like of course you have a you have a group of people who are like the humans and then one predator so like so like that friday the 13th game you you really love playing yeah i think so (laughs) it's like i'll play it I think that's how it, I mean, I could be wrong, actually. I think that's what it is. I don't remember. I've seen a little bit about it, but I just know that it's coming out, and it looked pretty cool. So I was like, I might check that out. I didn't know. Yeah, didn't know there was one coming. I feel like I didn't either. I feel like I kind of did, but then like I feel like maybe I just think I did, but I really didn't. <laughs> I mean, there was, like, at the but it's end. Like, I feel of... like I did, but then I remembered I didn't care. So At the Towards the end of Concrete Jungle, there was like the obligatory level where you fight um, the aliens. But aside from that one level, like it was like it was a predator game, like completely, which I, I really appreciate. I'm just like, yeah, let's let's just separate them now. Like we get that alien versus predator is a thing, <laughs> but like it's like it's a lot of fun when they are allowed to you know not cross over as well. Yeah, at least, and also those. I, mean, I, I as is someone who is still good? waiting for a good crossover between predators and aliens, I'll take it until I get a good one. That's what I was. That's what I'm. That's what I was about to ask. Like, is there anything good involving also, alien versus predators? Also, I, I feel like technically we've only gotten one good predator movie and two good alien movies. Uh, neither of would... which contained the crossover. I see. I like I, the first three Predator movies. I didn't like the recent one, but I liked the others. And like, none, like I don't think two or Predators were amazing, um, but I I did enjoy them, and I would happily watch them again. I like two, but not as a continuation of the the franchise. Um, was okay. That's is fair. Three, the one that's on the planet with the, yeah, with like a- yeah, Adrian Brody. Uh, oh yeah, yeah Predators. Just, I mean, it was fine, but again, not not what I want from my Predator universe. It's not the kind of movie that you would want to go back and watch. Like, if somebody says, oh, I haven't seen Predators, I'd be like, oh, you know, you should, you know, if you get a chance, it's it's worth watching. But if somebody says, I haven't seen Predator, stop what you're fucking doing. We're watching Predator right now. (laughs) Like, that movie is so good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Concrete Jungle was really cool. Like, you know, you fight. Um, normal humans, you fight augmented humans, you fight other predators at one point, like there, there was a lot going on in that game, they had all the different weapons you could use, and I had so much fun playing that shit, 
I still have the disc somewhere, even though it's not backwards compatible for either a 360 or a 1. Because my brother stole my fucking Xbox, my original series, because he needed oh. a DVD player when he moved out of home. You know, it's funny. So, sorry, I looked it up. So it's called Predator Hunting Grounds. It actually comes out a week from now. And funny enough that you mentioned Friday okay. the 13th because it's from the same company. <laughs> uh, right. But it's a first-person shooter, so... Wait, so wait, are you, is the Predator also in first-person? Is, wait, is, is there a single-player mode? I'm trying to see. Hold on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know, I would like to I would like to point out in a regular podcast, this is where somebody would be like, "Oh, let me mark the time. I need to cut this part out." But poet is this is why poet is also impatient about us getting started because he starts recording and then he's like, "I don't want to edit anything." So let's just do this, and then we stop when we stop, and I'll put it up. I don't know, man. I listened to that most recent episode, and there was a lot of editing involved in that. There was. I was really impressed with it. He did a great job. Uh, how dare you, Billy? I, I just gave you a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Took you a full fucking week to listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I have other things in my life. Oh, yeah, I'm a father. <laughs> I'm a husband. I have that, too, I guess. Oh, man. There, it looks like there is a single player. Good. Missions are based on what would go down in the movies, and even the design of the Predator has taken the movies into careful account. Fans of the horror franchise will love this game. So. I'll give it a shot. I mean, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot, but like, if it's multiplayer focused, I'm just like, oh, man. I'd... Conqu- Concrete Jungle was amazing because you play as the Predator and you go around fucking people up as the Predator and you don't have to worry about other people. Like, it's you hunting the... Like we were t- Paul and I were talking about this earlier. It's like, like multiplayer is fine, but I'd rather play with people I know rather than just oh, some random online. Oh, it's a PlayStation online. exclusive, so it's on PlayStation. Oh, oh, and on PC. Course it is. It's on PC also, so PC and PlayStation, I think. Right. Well, I guess I'm not playing that game. I will. I mean, I don't think Jamie's gonna, you know, spring spring for a PlayStation for <laughs> my for next Christmas. <laughs> I'm still She's astonished like, you never you got me a play Switch. That Switch. She was. She's so happy when she comes home and finds me playing. Like, like I've only got three games. On. I got Ultimate Alliance three. I got um, Mario Kart, which I play with her. And um, and she wonders, like, do you even like this game? Because I'm swearing at it so much. Um, <laughs> and I got Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I haven't played yet, but I intend to. Um. So who's next? Uh, Billy, you want to go? Oh, is it my turn again? I mean, I think kinda, it is. Yeah, yeah kind of. So this is also a Tom Clancy game, which is funny. I wouldn't have thought about it that way uh, beforehand, but I guess I did play this game a lot. Uh, Rainbow Six Three Black Arrow. Did you guys ever play any of the Rainbow games? No. 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 Man, I would stay up all night. There's when I got in- introduced to uh, clans, which I'm glad they don't really call them clans anymore because I always thought that sounded weird and racist. Uh, I think they usually call them like squads and stuff now, right? Though, but... I, I, uh, I, I see. I see. We get the impression, but like, for someone who's not living in America, the word "clan" makes me think of gargoyles. And not for nothing, <laughs> you're a member of the House of Batman clan in Destiny. So, I, is it a? Is it, do they still call it a clan? Yeah, and that's, a clan. Oh, that's so weird. I don't like that. Anyway, well, I had clan I would with have a, a C, not with a K, my dude. So I played the original Rainbow Six 3 on Xbox, and 
you would join up and they you would go on like websites called game battles and things like that. So everybody was on there and that's how you would keep track of your matches. But the cool thing about Black Arrow is they added in a bunch of clan things. So like you could officially join a clan, you could have actual matches uh, in like different servers that were specifically for clans to keep track of your win loss record. Uh, so that was neat. I, it was just a lot of fun. I none of the other Rainbow games ever held up to that. Like, cause I even have Rainbow Six Siege on the PlayStation. Was that the and first one you played? Is Rainbow Six Three the first one I played? Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's like one of those like the first game is just so good and like anything that changes to it just doesn't hold just doesn't work. Uh, it's just way different. Like if you were to play, and I have it. So I mean, you could play. Rainbow Six Three, and then followed up with the last one, this Rainbow Six Siege, and it is night and day a different game. Like it's you know they're both first person shooters, but not at all in the same way. Like they've changed a lot, which is not a bad thing, but it's just it's it's the kind of thing where actually kind of going back to the Splinter Cell multiplayer, there's something about that time capsule where it's like it takes me back to being like a young teen. I just got into Xbox Live, like this is what you know, this is like a good memory. Back when yeah, I was awkward and didn't know how to talk to girls. So I had to talk to you guys. <laughs> Love you too, man. I feel like Ren's a girl. You talk to her. Barely. <laughs> well, that's true. She barely talks when we get in party chat. That's true. I forget that she's there sometimes. We'll be sitting there playing uh, <laughs> whatever. We'll be talking like an hour will go by. I she think, she, she, she talks when she wants to abuse you. Well, I think Ren. I think Ren just needs white noise, and we're the the white noise <laughs> in her life. She's just like, these oh yeah, these idiots will drown out the the things I need to drown out. <laughs> That's what my wife calls me, white noise. Oh man, I don't know if that's true, but that's fucking hysterical. Are you sure she's oh, not just called? Man. She's not just saying "white boy" and uh, you're mishearing it. No, 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 that's a oh, joke. Man. She doesn't call me that. Although I feel like she thinks it because, like, I amazing wife that I have. She 100%. will like sit there and listen to me go on and on and on about shit that she does not care about at all. Yep, I, I subject but, my wife to that as well. Oh man, I can't help it. Like if something like real exciting happens, or something, you know, but, you know, I was I was talking to her for a minute the other day because uh, actually this is really sad. But did you guys see Howard Finkel passed away? I don't know who that is. The wrestling guy. No, he is a wrestling guy. Yeah, the wrestling guy. Like, yeah, he's the announce. He was like, he's yeah, the, the announcer announce guy. He's yeah, the voice. Like I, if anyone has ever ready to rumble guy. No, no, no not that guy. That's a different guy. Uh, this is the guy that you would like if you are a wrestling fan and you imagined coming down at WrestleMania. <laughs> he's the voice that you heard. Like, You know, like he had the like I, he was legitimately I think the greatest wrestling and uh, ring announcer of all time. Okay, so it's just really sad that he passed away. 
and I was going on and on about him to, to Liz the other day when I read that he died. I was like, oh, I think he did this. The way that he would say this, like the kind of stuff that it, I, I know, I know is not interesting to anyone but me. But it's, you know, it's like she's contractually obligated to listen to me and I got to tell somebody. So I'm telling her. Can't help it. Yeah. Like even now, I'm not going to subject our listeners to 20 minutes of the way that he said at WrestleMania 17. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the type, the topic of this episode is not what the wrestling dude said. Have some respect. Put some respect on his name. Howard. Well, yeah, I, 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 I respect the guys' achievements, even if I don't really know what they are. I'm just pointing out, like, <laughs> if, you, if, if you want to talk about wrestling shit, you have got the wrong two people on this episode. <laughs> hey, the way, I can't lie, the way you just said Howard Finkel made me think of Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I know that's not the name, but it's kind of similar to what that the kicker's name was. Uh, uh, it's it's the exact same last name. So his name yeah. was Ray Finkel. Yeah, Ray Finkel. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a clean pair of shorts. Oh man, good times. <laughs> Where are we at? What are we talking about? I think it's your uh, now. I was, I was just talking about. Uh, Rainbow, you were talking about Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six Three. Oh, that's right. And that means yeah. it's a po- poet's turn. All right, so how, how many have I done? We did. Uh, well, the... that was four for me. That's your fourth game already. We did two at first because we did Halo and Halo Two, which oh, I, would, I, would have I counted avoided. those as one. So did you I. Count those as one. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's fair. I can put another one in. Uh, and pro- that's probably better because a part of me is like, ah, oh, should we do sequels? But damn, man, there's just Halo <laughs> One and Halo Two. Just they're so great. Well, such different reasons. Well, since we're, we're talking about uh, gaming series, I'll, I'll bring up the one I brought up last week. The one that is the reason I have an Xbox. It's Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Okay, I thought you were going to say grab by the ghoulies. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I literally didn't say that last week. So why would I say it right no, now? You don't remember us talking about Grab, Grab by the Ghoulies. We talked for a long time about Grab by the Ghoulies last week. Uh, no. To the point where we were like, I mean, I know that this isn't even a fantasy game, but guys, Grab by the Ghoulies. Grab by the Ghoulies, like, it, I think originally it started, it was meant to be a sequel to Conker's Bad Fur Day. And now the thing about it, maybe that's why I got an Xbox, because all the Rareware games were going to come out on um, on uh, Xbox rather than the GameCube, and like because I was like I had the 64. I I love Goldeneye, I love Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, and I loved Conker's Bad Fur Day. And so when they said Rareware's been bought by Microsoft, and so all their games are going to come out on the Xbox, I'm just like, well, maybe like, I got to get an Xbox then, um, because yeah. And then Grab by the Ghoulies was meant to be the sequel to Conker's Bad Fur Day, and it wasn't, and and that. <laughs> And that's and that sucked. And then instead, we like we got uh, uh, fucking Conquer Live and Reloaded, which was just an Xbox port of Conquer's Bad Fur Day, with all the swearing bleeped out and a whole lot of the scenes like censored and whatnot. And it's like they took what was good about Conquer's Bad Fur Day and killed it. So that game fucking sucked. And the multiplayer modes in Conquer's Bad Fur Day were great. And then they took those away too and gave this other fucking stupid multiplayer mode for Live and Reloaded. God, it sucked. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. So anyway, Star Wars Nights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 were really good. I liked them. I liked the changes from the second one, the first one to the second one in the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But grab by the ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never, ever played grab by the ghoulies. Oh, man. That's one of those games so, that, like, you know you know those games that you know, but you don't, like, you never played, but for some reason it's like, oh, yeah, I associate that with this console. Like, because another one was, like, Blink's the Time Sweeper. I, I never played that game. I literally don't, I've never heard Grab by the Ghoulies until fucking, like, 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was meant to be a sequel to Conquer, and it wasn't. And then we never got a sequel to Conquer. Man, I feel like I don't. I feel like I still don't know what you're talking about. Did you ever have a Nintendo 64? Uh, yes. Did you ever play Conquer's Bad Fur Day? No, that doesn't even sound like a real title. Conquer's Bad yes, it was real. Fur oh Day. Yep, it was like the South Park of video games. It's like mm-hmm. they were trying to like, um. They were making a game, and like they they were told to make another cute, cuddly platformer, and they were just like, I don't want to make another cute, cuddly platformer, so they wound up making it as crude and as crass as possible. I've seen some kicking ass in my time, and that is the shittest, crappiest, crappiest, this kick ass I've ever seen. Yeah, I, yeah, that is pretty crap. I, kick, as kicking ass goes, it was abysmal, and you is a sh- bastard, stupid bastard. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he sure is. So, what are you gonna do now? Kill yourself? Cause that's what I recommend. Yeah, kill you kill yourself. And Matt, we got a rope right here, and we got a rope. Yeah, we got a rope. There you go. What kind of friends are you? I just. Uh, oh, in that case, I is gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself right now. That's all there is to it. You. And for some reason, the game company just said, "This is awesome. Keep going." That's like, okay. No worries. It's like one of the bosses is like a, a monster called the Great Mighty Pooh, and he sings an opera at you while he attacks you. Uh, yeah, no, I've never heard of this game. Your loss. Mm, is it though? You fight a giant at one point. You fight a giant. You fight a giant caveman, and you defeat him by you riding a velociraptor, and you get it to bite him in the balls. I mean, I feel like if I was 12, I would maybe think that was cool, but like... I was 12 when I played it, so... I mean, I guess yeah, that so makes fuck sense. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, loved it. I I wished I wished our, the, that the sequel continued the story of Revan. Um, once I got past that, that it didn't, I really got into the gameplay, the gameplay changes... I really like the idea that you could uh, 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 elevate some of your characters to become uh, Jedi. Uh, um, yeah, so I just... that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the first one is still one of my favorite Star Wars stories in the universe. Um, HK-47 is among my favorite... Star Wars characters, you fucking meatbags. Statement. Oh, very well, Master. No doubt you are bothering me because you wish to interrogate me with harmless, non-lethal questions. Or perhaps you need the deck of your freighter scrubbed, or an exciting alien text translated. 
My circuits are abuzz with anticipation of what your next task will be for me that does not involve ending the life of an organic meat bag that deserves death. I mean, he, he didn't say fucking or whatever. <laughs> but he wanted to. He, it would have changed. It would have changed that game so much if he did. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. It's just a fucking Star Wars thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This shit should be rated T for teen. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh man. Uh, D- Dak, you didn't play either the either of them, correct? The only Star Wars game I have ever played was uh, Rogue Squadron on the sixty-four. Oh man, that was a Wait, great what? game. Yeah. You didn't play Shadow of the Empire on the 64, though, huh? No, I don't know why I never got that one. Um, you... I want to get... I, I would argue... Man, you're missing out. Because I gotta tell you... Like I said, I'm not I, a very good gamer. Of You know, I would say you're the perfect person for this show, then. I don't know why I asked you to do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've still got some games here from the, 60, from the yeah, Xbox to talk about. No, you're good. This has been fun. See, he gives me a hard time about like when I ask him to edit stuff out of the show, but I bet you he edits this out so he doesn't oh, no, look foolish. That's going to be too much. Well, like, well, well, <laughs> well the thing like, is, they hey, won't he's ever... Put, he's putting those sound effects in, so yeah. like, after he realizes he was mistaken, it's going to be the wah-wah. <laughs> yeah, or uh, just the sad R2-D2 sound. <laughs> well, the good part is I won't have any of the of me talking out of my ass about uh, shit I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. I was wondering if you were recording all that, because I was like, this is going to be another episode that's dominated by Star Wars. Oh, yeah. always rec- I record well, it. I, I, say... I want to always put it in. Usually, I'll, it depends. I only did it on that on Data's episode because I liked the stuff me and Data were talking at the beginning. That's fair. And I plus, it keeps that. Billy on his toes to let him know, sometimes I will start without his ass. <laughs> But I, I do like the fact, or I, see, now you may forget about where I was. I, I, <laughs> Hold will on, say, I gotta go to the bathroom, BRB. Oh, okay, well, so we gotta wait on him. Uh, you, you keep talking, I'll listen. I mean, yeah, you can keep talking, I, I, will, I will listen, I'm not lying. No. <laughs> what am I not good enough for you? You're a guest on this show. That doesn't mean we got to pretend like we're friends. <laughs> no, I've only come over halfway I'm around the world to visit you three I'm, times, I'm, asshole. I, I'm, nah, I'm just I'm shooting on this game. That's fair. So am I. Uh, I'm, so I'm, just kind of Red Dead. What uh, I meant to ask. So you were you've done uh, an episode, at least one. I think you'll do the second one for Data's podcast, right? Yeah, second episode we're recording tomorrow. Yeah, you and Jamie. Yep. How yeah, do you guys like it so far? It's it's pretty good. I mean, you know, like I haven't done my homework this week. Pretty much, once we stop recording, I'm gonna jump off and read the next two chapters because I haven't done that yet. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say how many, uh, how far are you into the book for the first episode and the second episode? Uh, so we're doing two chapters at a time. Um, okay. So yeah, I've di- I, we did the uh, prologue and chapter one last week. We're doing chapters two and three this week and. Yeah, um, I've started reading the Dresden Files again in anticipation of the new books coming out this year, and like I was like, caught up on that. I forgot. It's like, oh wait, I've got I've got homework. I, I need to, I need to read the next two chapters of uh, Final Empire. The Chipotle from earlier has arrived. Give me one quick second to inhale. Sit there with this seasoning. 
Mmm, ball of seasoning. Delicious. Yeah, but um, on that note, Data did mention like doing a Dresden Files episode of of, uh, of this show when those books come out, and if you, I, I'm down for that if you if you want. I mean, that would be neat. That would be fun. Um, I can talk about the books I have read. Yep. I just imagine him like shoving that food into his gullet. I'm trying to, but I'm gonna stop because it's a pretty big burrito, and I took a couple of bites, but. I'll come back to it when we're done. Um, where were we at? What now? What? What? Were you Were you still talking Knights of the Old Republic, or have we moved on? Well, I, I'm clearly the only one who played it or cared about it. Billy hasn't had no, two cents about Knights I, of the Old Republic. I was it's, gonna add some stuff. You've been talking, and then you're like, "I gotta go, Chipotle." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Chipotle. Add, add your sense, Billy. So, also, I got distracted because of what Dak said. So, you haven't—you've only played Rogue Squadron. That's the only Star Wars game you've ever played. Yeah, like, like Star Wars games. For some reason, I've really missed the boat on a lot of them. Like, like people were talking about the Force Unleashed games. I never got those for some reason. Um, actually, no, sorry. I like—I have played the Lego Star Wars games, but I don't know if they really count. Eh, no, they do not count because they're rehashes of this of the original story. Yeah, now, if we're well, talking about old CG. school like NES, Empire Strikes Back, one of the all-time great Star Wars games, then that would be one thing. But we're not. Yeah, but yeah, but I, no, what I, I was going to say is I would I would say that Star Wars might be the best, at the very least, it's one of the best uh, franchises that has had some really good games, like original you know, original games even come out of it. Uh, yeah, look, I won't I won't argue with that. So it's just funny to me that you haven't played it because, man, I remember part of the reason I, I did want an Xbox originally was because I wanted to play Knights of the Old Republic, and then yeah, I like, forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely have no idea why I haven't played more Star Wars games because, I mean, again, like most of the games that I played on the original Xbox were licensed. So I don't know why I didn't get more, but for some reason I, I, I just didn't. I couldn't tell you. I would say that, you know, because you can get it. I, I have it on 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 the one here. It's backwards compatible. Ten bucks. I think it's worth. I think it's worth picking up and playing. Definitely it... the first one for the story is. Um, if you end up liking the franchise, definitely then pick up the second one because the gameplay is much better. Okay. Well, let's, let's see how we go. Well, I've got a few games that I still have to play currently, and with the current economic stuff going on, I can't really. I shouldn't really be buying more games. I don't have the money for that. I know that's right. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll have a look on Xbox Live and just see if it's available for purchase download. It is. They're both on their backwards compatible. But it's not like remastered. It is, it is like the old no. version. Just okay. You, when, right, you, when, you, when you launch it, you get the OG Xbox login. Login. Wow. Yeah. That'll take me back. Oh yeah, it's 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 very nostalgic. Um, uh, do you like Billy? Do you want to talk about it? Because I think you still haven't said your piece on the game. Uh, well, he said we he, technically no. we did both talk about the first. Do you have any? <laughs> I can't remember. Have you played the second one? I haven't. No, and I so think you, I do want to yeah. buy. It. I think I do want to go ahead and buy it and play it because uh, I'm still I'm I'm replaying it uh, at the moment. I just need back to it i i have a ta- i have a quick tag sorry billy i have a quick tag yeah. before we go on 
Does anybody else have any other Star Wars games on their lists? Uh, on Xbox? Yeah. Well, we've already established that I don't. So you don't, uh, Bill, you don't? Because I, I want to mention the fact that you were talking about good Star Wars games. Xbox had both the Battlefronts on it, which yeah. were great Star Wars games, and Republic Commando was an, another good Star Wars game. That was on the original Xbox. Uh, I would also say, and this is, I, I, I get why, maybe not everybody, this wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but underrated though, uh, Republic Commando, mm-hmm. really fun game. Jedi Academy was on the Xbox? Man, I love Jedi Academy. Yeah. Well, I, it's back to back to Republic Commando, I love that he's, he's one, a Republic Commando like trooper you can use. In Battlefront 2 uh, as a character. Anyone? Anyone? Dallas? <laughs> Speaking of nostalgia? No, I didn't actually hear what you said. Like, I didn't hear anything. I said uh, how you can be a Republic uh, commando trooper in Battlefront 2. In the new Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, in the new one, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that is really fun. I'm glad that... Uh, that I have that. So thank you for that. Yeah. Howard tried to buy me the game and then he ended up not buying me the game. <laughs> all right, first off, first off, that's all true. Yeah, so like, if you guess, I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this on the show yet because this is a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's been talking about like, you should get uh, Battlefront 2. It's, it's really fun. They made some updates to it. It was pretty good. Like, all right. And, you know, at some point I'd get to it, but I just didn't. So, he, I guess he got fed up away because he wanted people to play it with, so he bought it. And I got the email, and it was like, uh, you've been gifted Star Wars Battlefront 2. And I was like, ah, cool. So I went to go download it, uh, <laughs> and it downloaded really fast. And I was like, oh, I figured that would take way longer. This game was... It only took like two seconds. That was weird. <laughs> it was because he got me like the uh, the DLC. So like, there's two versions: like, the original, <laughs> and then there's the one that has like the built-in DLC stuff. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really funny. I still don't uh, know how but I the did actual that. Actual game was I, I don't know either because it looked to me like well, and here's it the... looked to me like you bought the. I think it was maybe a mistake on. Well, and here's the thing, and I didn't I didn't think about this until right now. Right after I did that for you, and ha- and that happened, I bought a game that uh, a DLC for my City Skylines game that I couldn't play. And so when I contacted customer support, uh, somebody was like, "Well, make sure you bought the Xbox version, not the Windows edition version." I was like, "I bought it off the Xbox store." How would I even get the Windows Edition? Somehow that's exactly what happened. I somehow bought the PC version of the DLC from the Xbox store. What the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah. So, maybe... uh, So, yeah. I don't know, man. So, I've had two weird events happen with the fucking store. And that is Mm. why we are suing Microsoft. <laughs> this episode oh, of the right Poet and Billy podcast, podcast brought to you by Microsoft. <laughs> oh, glad to eat. Where did he go? 
He's going to get a baby. Um, uh, have you played the Battlefront games, Deck? I've already established that I have not played any other Star Wars games. Not, well, we established you hadn't owned any other ones. I just didn't. Maybe you played that one. Um, oh yeah, no, no, no I, ha- I haven't played. I haven't played them. Well, if I could buy you region appropriate games, I'd get them to you. I'd get that for you. Uh, if they're digital so, downloads, like, wouldn't they be? Because I mean, like, we still get the same sales on the Xbox Store at the same time. Because you told me about the Middle Earth. Oh, that's sales. right. I don't know so, if this one's still for sale. I know when I got it for him a couple weeks ago, it was. Um, give me one quick second. Hold on. I mean, don't go out of your. Don't spend any money on me if you don't have to. But no, I'm uh, going to throw something away. Oh no, I don't think I. I know I can't get you the game. Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, because uh, Australia. Well, that's it. Like, I I don't know how it goes with digital. Like, do they? You're out of my region, and they won't let you buy cross region because I tried to buy uh, Brandon a game once, and I had to get my re- my money refunded because. Uh, his he's in the Canadian region, and you can't oh, so buy. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, so whenever this thing gets fixed and you have burnable income, Battlefront Two I recommend just because one I I really enjoyed the story, and honestly, if you just want to pop down and shoot some stuff, you know, popping down and shooting some some clankers. As a clone trooper is not a bad way to spend your afternoon. Yeah, I can get behind that. And I'll be honest with you, not to talk about a video game that's not an original Xbox game. Uh, nope, can't do it. But <laughs> the the it's, it's so funny to me because like they have all the the eras, if you will, for you to choose from. So you have your storm tro- your Empire era, your Rebellion era, your uh, New Republic. Or your old Repub- or what was it called? The Republic era and the and then the Resistance era or whatever. And you got the First Order and you got the droids. And all of those groups have five options about for each of the classes in what you look like. Right? So basically, a couple different humans, male, a couple different humans, female, a couple aliens. Right? Clone yeah. Troopers, they got every fucking clone trooper you never knew existed. You can be a member of the 501st, the 101st, the 52, the 92nd, the Hut Hut Hike. They have all kinds of crazy different clone groups in there. It's 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 so because it's like literally five 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 forty five 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 options for like how your character looks when you go into battle. Cool, but. When you load in and you're the clones, that shit looks fucking awesome. I can't lie. I mean, the other ones are fun too, but like loading in as a rebel, you're just like, that could be any game until the blasters start firing. But when you see the clones load in, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to wreck these clankers. But I digress. I got I got to hit a cat. Hold on. <laughs> Not hit. That sounds bad. What are you doing? And thank you for listening to the last episode of the Poet and Billy podcast. <laughs> We've had to cancel due to one of our hosts being an animal abuser. Yeah. We actually didn't even post this yet, and Peter's already on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> they act fast. Um, no, I had to, like, swat her with a uh, blanket. She's like, Meredith's always trying to get into shit, man. 
You know what they say about curiosity. It's what cats do. <laughs> do they say that? I, I, I mean, think so. Y- y- you're not wrong. Yep. I have a baby sitting on me right now, by the way. So if you hear crying, it's not me. <laughs> um, um, all right, Dak, you want to go next? All right, so my next one is uh, um, another, you know, typically not a licensed game. Uh, Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. Shocking uh, you have a Jurassic Park game on your list. Well, I mean, that, a lot actually, of Jurassic- that is kind of shocking, though, because there's not, it's not like Jurassic Park <laughs> is known for having a ton of uh, games. Actually, no, I'm not even making a joke. It's like, it, 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 it had like, a lot of, no, it's a great it had game. a lot of games on the early systems, and they were not very good. Um,. And like I'm sure some people would probably make the argument that Operation Genesis wasn't very good either, but like I, <laughs> I, I could not tell you how many hours I sunk into that game, because um, like that's the that's the game where you build your own Jurassic Park and you have to get it to five star, um, like so you know you got to research the cl- like the cl- the cloning and the um, and the uh, and building bu- and you know you got to build your enclosures, make sure they're strong enough to um, you know, uh, contain your dinosaurs and everything like that. So, I spent so much time just like uh, I, I would. I had so many islands that I was just like, all right, this is mine. I'm raising this dinosaurs on this island. I'm raising these dinosaurs on this island. Uh, I'm researching because you could never have all dinosaurs in one, which annoyed me. Like, um. But you, but it was enough to have like, all right, I got my T Rex and I got my Raptors. Um, I've got like Spinosaurus over here. I got Triceratops over here. It's like it was so cool, and like you could, uh, yeah, just spend all my time just like, all right, what am I raising this time? And then I'd get to the end of the end of the game. I would have all these five star, and then I'd use the cheat code that makes all the carnivores go berserk. And I would, <laughs> I, would, I, would I would, and I would destroy all the fences. And all of a sudden, the dinosaurs just ran rampant over this park. Oh man, <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, so just and you know, and then sometimes I would make them fight each other, and like, I was I was a cruel master, but it was so, but it was so cool. Uh, that's awesome. I yeah, I don't I don't remember that game at all though, which is weird because like since I love those kind of games, um I think you think I would have heard about it, but I thought there the first a... like Jurassic Park building park game was the one they just released or whatever. Yeah, I what's played... it called? Evolution. Uh, Jurassic World was? Evolution. Which I've played that one as well, and that one's that one's pretty fun as well. Like it has some things that are better than the old one, some things that are worse. Mm-hmm. Like in in the original Operation Genesis, like you got the whole island, whereas like in uh, these ones, like you pretty much you get one side of it, or you get like a bay, and then there's mountains to the other side, and like you can't go over them. So like, uh, mm. seems like the spacing is really arbitrary. But there are so many more species, and you can customize them and do the colors and stuff. And also Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. No- oh, yeah. Ooh. Ah. That's how it always starts. But then later there's running and. Then- Screaming. Like, if you build an Indominus Rex, like, Jeff Goldblum pops up and just, and not in these, he says it in a very Jeff Goldblum way, but it's just like sort of a, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Uh, that's awesome. But yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed um, Operation Genesis, and uh, yeah, I was so excited when they announced Jurassic World Evolution. I'm just like, ah, uh, yeah, I, I don't care. I'm all about this. 
Nice. Are you excited for what is being deemed a uh, Avengers uh, level event uh, with the new Jurassic Park movie where apparently he's going to have characters from the entire franchise? Um, if you bring the original cast back and you get rid of Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, I might be excited. I know um, the original cast are coming back, but it's being directed by the same guy. I was like, uh, I don't know. I got you. I mean, I like Chris Pratt. I'm just like, why is, why do I have discount Indiana Jones in my Jurassic Park movies? Yeah. And I, you know, I don't mind Bryce Dallas Howard. I, the thing that always gets me is the fact that she ran around with those heels for that first movie in the most ridiculous fucking, like she, of all the characters who should not still be in the movie, definitely her. She should have been eaten for sure running around in those heels. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like, what, what has my life come to where I'm not excited about an upcoming Jurassic Park movie? First time. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, uh, we, we were Star hanging Wars. out. He's been yeah. dealing with bad Jurassic Park movies a lot longer than you've been dealing with bad Star Wars movies. No, I know, but it just, in that moment. And after Jurassic Park 3, like, I first, I first on the internet, I first started on the internet because it's like I heard Jurassic Park 3 was coming out and I found like the first ever message board I found was all about Jurassic Park and we were talking Jurassic Park and how excited we were for the movie. And then like, even after that movie came out and was hot, a hot garbage mess, uh, we hung out, hung around for years waiting for number four. Like we were talking number four for so long and like we were all about just like what's it going to be because there were all the rumors and stuff of what of like you know the production started then it got halted and then like the script got rewritten and it's like we're all just like it's never coming it's never coming and then they finally came out with it and like at the time i saw it i was like super excited to watch it and i enjoyed it for the special effects and then i thought about it and i was like actually this movie's shit like there is no wonder to this it is just it, yeah. it's a, it's a fight it's like they tried to make a superhero movie and put the dinosaurs in place of the superheroes. That's why there's a fucking gladiator battle between the tyrants at the end, which, sure, it's exciting to watch, but it's also like, they don't feel like animals. They feel like movie monsters. Yeah. And I, and I wanted well, my dinosaurs to be, like, dinosaurs. And also, how many ways can you do that story? Like, eventually, it's like... Because even, even watching yeah, Jurassic would, World, I was like, wanna, are we doing talk, this again? You wanna, yeah, you want to talk about The Force Awakens being a remake of A New Hope. Fucking Jurassic World was just a half-baked remake of the first one. Yeah. With all the wonder and heart stripped out of it. Anyway. It's, I, How do you really feel, I remember, Dak, about do you, the Jurassic so, Park franchise as it stands? <laughs> I remember going to the movies. And you know, like, when you go to the movies, it has, like, trivia sometimes. It'll be like, it'll pop, they have, like, little games before the trailers and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember one I used to see all the time uh, back in the early or like the mid to late 2000s, something like that. It was about Jurassic Park 3. And it was a uh, fun fact or like movie fact. Jurassic Park 3 started filming before they had a finished script. And I would yep. always think they should probably have waited then, shouldn't they? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they definitely should have. 100%. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah, so like Operation Genesis and even Jurassic World Evolution, like I really enjoyed. They're probably the best things that have come out of the Jurassic Park franchise in fucking years. Nice. 
Billy, what's next on your list? I mean, I, mine was Knights of the Old Republic also, so like we kind of covered that one. And, uh... All right, so we're back to me. All right, next on my list. Uh, do you, I mean, do you want to go next, Billy? I don't really have another one, because like, you okay. included Halo 1 and Halo 2 together, so... Next on my list! <laughs> oh, man. You think you could throw one more in there? Is this Plants vs. Zombies? Is that what it's going to be? That was going to be Grand Theft uh, Auto San Andreas. I was going to say, I'm surprised. Like, Wasn't there a Left 4 Dead on the original Xbox he played and loved? No, that's Left 4 Dead was on the 360. You guys are crazy. Um, I didn't know that. Ridiculous. Um, I don't know, man. Like Silent fuck. Hill, that wasn't one of them. That was a 360. No, that was... <laughs> uh, what, a, what about... I got it. I got it. Uh-huh. I got Max it. Payne? No, that was, I associate that more with PlayStation. Def Jam Fight for New York? No, but that's what? a good one. Uh, oh, man. Street Volume 2. I used to play the shit out of Street Volume 2. Um, no. Uh, now you made me forget. I had it on my mind. And now you got me. Like, I'm all distracted. No. Uh, fuck, uh, Battlefield. Battlefield 2. Uh, I... That was the first game that had more than 16 players in a game for online that I played. Mm. And oh, that wow. Was cool. That was cool to me. It had 24. So it was 12v12. And you had all the different, like, vehicles that you could use over there. So it was like there were helicopters. There were cars. Like, that That game blew my mind. I remember I got the demo when the demo came out. I had friends of mine on Xbox Live telling me, like, oh, you got to play this demo. So, like, I went and got xbox magazine for that month because it came with a disc of for the demos like one map so great i played that a lot Uh, was xbox live on the original xbox yes isn't isn't that how you guys played halo 2 together oh i guess (laughs) i guess i didn't it was achievements didn't come until the 360 though that's right that that's right yeah okay um also, I don't think we really played a ton of Halo 2 together. I'm sure we did, like, play a little bit, but Halo 3 is when we really played a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, uh, Halo 2, when we all became friends and were really starting to game online, was at the end of Halo 2's lifespan. And then, uh, and we were mostly playing my, we were playing my, my custom games uh, at that point because Halo 2 was uh, when uh, I got way into like being good at a video game and then they fucking cheaters ruined it and they wiped my so like I remember I worked really hard to become like a level 30 Thing like level. Oh, that's right. They they the erased everybody. You could be um, leveling, didn't they? Yeah, and I got to level thirty, and like, and they wiped everybody because of cheaters, and like, I instantly was just like, yeah, I'm never doing that again, and only went to like just started really playing custom games, and so that was when we when we started doing that was playing together was right at the time when that all happened. When the cheating and they reset the level, because then I moved away into the custom game scene, and then when we started playing, 
we were still playing. I know we were playing on Xbox too because I remember some of the maps that we played on later they, when they brought them back again. But anyways, the next game on my list. Bears don't care. <laughs> uh, the next game on my list was uh, is Fable. Uh, are, are you laughing at me, my dude? No, not at you. It's because, like, Meredith Booker. just yelled, and now Booker is, like, making noises. I don't even hear him. <laughs> Apparently, no, Booker does not think much of Fable. I was about to say. I never <laughs> finished Fable. Like, I don't know. And I have it. I just. I don't know. Defend yeah, that... Fable. I mean, I don't feel like I have to defend it. I just liked it. It was a role-playing game. I was thirsty for a role-playing game. Um, and it satisfied that need uh, for for role-play. Being a mage or a sword-swinging or a bow-shooting, gun-toting character and being called Chicken Chaser, you know, I just... Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm being laughed at right now when I'm opening up about this video game that I loved. No, it's just like that's something I didn't know about this game. I was like, people talk like that. Well, yeah. So, uh, man, I wish Cloud was here because um, he does <laughs> like he does it so perfectly. But like, I can't remember. There was something you had to do. You had to kick three chickens or something like that. <laughs> and, and but if you kept kicking chickens, I think like if you kicked. 10 chickens in the game you would get like townspeople would call you a chicken chaser when they would see you I'd be like hey chicken chaser oh god he used to just he used to just killed me why is it in fantasy worlds everybody is British uh because I think fantasy has the sort of olden times feel to it and like the accent people associate with olden times is British yeah. Because that's before American accents were a thing. American accents are too modern. No, I'm not saying they have to be American accents. I'm just saying, why, is it, why are they always British? Well, like, the two biggest accents in, like, or in popular culture are American and British, so it's usually one or the other. Otherwise, you've got ethnic stereotypes. Yeah. And that's the last thing we need. More ethnic stereotypes. Fun fact, do you guys know who has the cutest chubby legs in the world? It's my son with little chubby baby legs. I was going to say, is that you? You little chubby baby legs. You weigh 13 pounds. We weighed him today. Word. You're just going to put my man's weight out on the internet like this? That's a good thing. He needs to be gaining weight. Sure, man. Just fat shaming my boy on it's not shaming. We're very mm-hmm. happy that he's a big, chunky um, boy. Fat, chunky. Those are not positive reinforcing terms. Big, chunky boy. Look at your feet. Look at your feet. Oh, you got big feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Dak, do you have any more uh, games on your list? Well, my last one, we sort of talked about it at the start, like the original Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Was that on Xbox? I thought that was an Xbox 360 game. So they 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 released it on the original Xbox, um, but it was like right as it was ending its lifespan, and so then they re-released it with on Xbox 360 as well. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, So it was like 
Because I'd played the X-Men Legends game before that. First X-Men Legends game, that was all right. Like, you could tell, like, it was still sort of... They were sort of fiddling around trying to figure out how this game was going to work. Then X-Men Legends 2 came, and I loved that one. Because it was just fucking bonkers. Uh, I with some both. Of the, uh, th- those some, are the shit two they of the games. Do. Those are two of the games that I traded in. Uh, it was like, I'll never play these again. And I've I don't know why I thought that. I've still got the second one, but it's you not backwards fool. compatible, so like I can't play it, which really annoys me because like I I loved it. Like it had all the bonkers batshit stuff I love about comics and X Men comics in general. Like I love oh. just walking through the Savage Land, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. The X Men have a vampiric pterodactyl bad guy named Sauron, and <laughs> he just starts fucking attacking Wait. you. He's not even allied with the bad guys, but it's like you mentioned one of your allies. He's like, I hate that guy. I'm gonna kill you now. Another honorable mention for me, though, uh, and this is not exclusive, but I played it on the Xbox. Uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Hmm. Yeah, like I'm the like, only I'll... one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was I wasn't a fan of the Prince of Persia games. I never played it. I didn't love all of them, but that first one. So we're done talking about Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah, nobody cares. No, I like <laughs> I. I'll say you this. Can't... I'll say one. Prince of Persia: Sands of Time certainly was not the first Prince of Persia game. Uh, second off, no, uh, we know. Uh, uh, I liked Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I wished it wasn't on the Switch; it was on the Xbox, so that we could play it. Um, oh, I would. Yeah, I would love that. I loved when we get together and play those games together. I love being able to be Wolverine in a game, and I wished, I wished there was some game where I got to do that in a. A better yeah, I, experience than... I actually, as much as I liked X, the X-Men Legends games, I don't think I ever finished Ultimate Alliance. One or two. Really? Oh, man. Like, the, the second one's story was like probably wasn't as good because it got a bit overcomplicated with the Civil War stuff, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, the first one was just like... It took everything good about X-Men Legends 2 and applied it to the greater Marvel Universe and brought in all these characters. So it's like, oh my god, we have a, like, a team-up between Doctor Doom, Loki, Ultron. Uh, you, you fight Galactus and... Um, oh god, it was, it was just such a cool game. It, like, it was very simple in a, you know, bad guy's doing this, you got to try and bring him down. Um, sort of approach, but like that was all you needed because you just like you had so many heroes to choose from, uh, and just run around and belt the snot out of bad guys with, and I loved it. I, I, God, it was so fun. Were, I, were yeah, the, I still have Ultimate Alliance X-Men? too. I should really play it. What were those X Men's games on? Because I knew that they that were the, they were original was, Xbox as well. Were they? Because I never played those games. I knew Ultimate Alliance was a spiritual successor to those games but i had never played them yeah it's like oh, um, man. they were like, awesome it, it, it only came out like a couple of years after x-men legends 2 they were all like all three of them were on the original xbox um and it just felt like a natural progression of the series when ultimate alliance came out it's like yeah it's like not a sequel to um x-men legends per se but it's the, like the same gameplay it's a lot of the same characters the same feel and it was it was just yeah oh it was so fun it's like, well, I was heartbroken. It took 10 years for number three to come out. <laughs> but at least you were mostly satisfied by it. Yeah. I mean, there were things that the original two games had that this one didn't like. Like, the, One thing that bothers me, there's no hub levels in the third one. 
like where you can stop and do stuff it's like continuous story all the way through and that sort of bothers me a bit yeah for sure um but there were various times throughout the other games where if you're playing as a certain character and you talk to a certain npc like they might have special dialogue it's just between the two of them there's none of that in this game Mm. so it's like you know if you talk to venom while playing a spider-man he still talks about how he wants to kill spider-man i'm like you guys couldn't do anything for that yeah, um, that's kind of lame. Yeah, I mean, but like on the whole, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but like on the whole, like and the Thank character selection. I was, trying, I was gonna try and mute it before the sneeze. And... Yeah, the, like, the character selection, like in all in all of those games, is just astonishing. Like I I love being able to just like sub different characters in and out. It's like now I'm yeah. playing as this person. Now I'm playing as this person, and like you got the four people. I, I was so happy. Ultimate Alliance three, they, well, in the first Ultimate Alliance, they released Moon Knight, and that's where I first started like my obsession with Moon Knight. I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? And he was such a boss to play with. And then they brought him back as DLC for number three when he wasn't in number two, and I can't tell you how happy that made me. Yeah. Uh, how long was the game? Because if I recall, I remember thinking X Men Legends and X Men Legends two was su- surprisingly long. In a good um, way. I would say yeah. one definitely felt longer than two. But I don't know comparatively if they would be considered long or not to the X-Men games. Well, like, uh, I don't think you... Sp- I mean, I don't think I played for, like, 40 hours or anything, but I think probably, probably more than, like, your typical hours. eight or ten hours. I think more than, like, eight or ten hours on the X-Men Legends game. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd say I got at least 20 hours of gameplay out of each of the... Legends and Ultimate Alliance games. That's what I think too. Yeah, maybe, maybe more because like they they do like even number three they still have all like, a whole bunch of side like simulator missions or I think in the third one they're called rifts and whatnot where they, you can just like slug away to your heart's content and like I spent a lot of time playing those. Yeah, I like um, that was always some of my favorite things to do too was play those. Like, so they've still or whatever. Yeah, so they've still they've still got those in number three, but they're not accessed through the hub. They're not like simulator missions in the game. Like you got to back out to the menu and then jump in. Um, but yeah, gotcha. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, is uh, I think we've been through them all now. Is that I think that's, that's all. That, that was the end. That was the end of my five. The only thing I would tag on is uh, a special. Uh, uh, shout out to the Burnout game. That game was so much fun. Um, the first one, they changed the mechanics too much into the second one where it became not as fun. I don't know if you guys played that, but it was like this game that was like about causing the most uh, Yeah, was damage. that Takedown? Burnout Takedown? Yeah, I think it was Burnout Takedown. Yeah, you would like race a car and then wreck it, and you was all about trying to cause the most damage, and how could you wreck your car to cause the most amount of mayhem? And I just friggin' loved it. Nice. That does sound pretty fun. It was. It was good times. I don't um, think I think I've added all the ones that I wanted to mention. Any honorable mentions, Deck? I that have was the word I was looking for. Honorable mentions. I, God damn it. I mean, like the Lord of the Rings games, like Two Thousand Return of the King, were fairly fun. Yeah. Um. Two Towers uh, for sure was fun. Like the um, like there was a Punisher game which was okay, which is fairly brutal. Um, like but like the honorable mention that I do have uh, is a game. It's not a good game, 
but it was such a fucking stupid fun game and that was Jaws Unleashed where <laughs> you play as the shark and you're terrorizing like the the, the town uh, and um, you know you fight like a killer whale and a giant squid and like all this other shit and I'm just like it's the dumbest game ever the, con- the like the controls are glitchy like the, like the story makes no damn sense this is so fucking stupid why can't I stop playing it why couldn't you, Doc? Because it was so fucking fun as a shark to like jump out of the water and just like fly over the boat and take people out as I went. I'm glad you feel that way because actually we knew about that. This has all been uh, build up to an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dick. Jamie walks in. <laughs> He's like, we're worried about you. <laughs> Oh, that's Dak, where you draw the line. Dak, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know we were doing an intervention. They just told me to record it. <laughs> I thought our audience would enjoy an intervention episode. Spoiler alert, they didn't. <laughs> oh, no. I like you saying it's like you're, the, you're our main audience. Like, <laughs> like if Dak doesn't like something, then it's like, oh man, the majority of our audience was not happy with that one. <laughs> Uh, it's good shit. It's good shit. Well, I'm real excited about our episode next week. If it comes to if it comes to work out uh, to be the one that I think it's going to be. If not, then ignore this. <laughs> Although I'm sure it'll be fun anyway. Well, it's like uh, the, th- the thing that pops in my head is like you know, two weeks ago you had data. Last week you had cloud. This week you had me. I was like, what is next week going to be? Jamie's just so you have everyone from the Sandalanch. Next week, Dax wipe Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jamie. She's really nice and she's cool, but I don't know what we would talk about. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Out. So tune in next week for <laughs> Dax's wife. Uh, this all is right. the outro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. I'm Poet. I'm Billy. I'm Dak. Good night. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza!